This is PBE Daily Early Mornings, a late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Ivombi. I've been away a while. I completely understand how you could have a disdain for that particular fact, but I'm glad I get to make this episode this time because when you have such a long hiatus, a lot can happen in that period. And I think it's been almost three months since the last time I actually made a proper episode. And maybe I'm shooting too high a number as far as that goes but i think it's a fair enough assumption as far as the distance it's been since one episode and another and in that period i'm actually really really grateful that most of the guys who've been listening to the podcast have been guys who've been revisiting the episodes and supporting the episodes as they keep on going and that's really a big deal for me i mean for the first time ever a hiatus happened and more episode listens happened and to to be completely honest, I'm actually very flattered and honored that we made it to 4,000 lessons as a result of you guys continuing to support this podcast, and I'm grateful for that. I chose to make an episode today because, first of all, in the weeks that I've had, the last two, three weeks, I was free enough to actually make episodes, but I think it was a degree of uh, sophomore jinx, if you will, because I've been so quiet and I've gone through so much turmoil as far as getting myself in the right mind space to actually make things happen but as a result i'm actually happy to say that i came out the other side better and really more energized it's a really really cool feeling so big up to every single one of you for actually supporting me and keeping me in your minds and thoughts to constantly keep making this content come to life i've experienced some successes in regards to some of the work that i did recently where i thought a book was going to come out sometime early this year but it came out late last year so uh, a children's book that actually was one of the first big milestones of 2020 was released and so far to see when you go to amazon and a book that your name is on gets the tag of one copy left or two copies left it 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 really is a different feeling to be completely honest i haven't felt that since my last comic book release which has been two years since i released a book that i've actually written or i've illustrated in partnership with with an author so 2021 is a year i'd like to hit the ground running though i'm already late to the party as it's march now i am excited because even as i record this i'm preparing myself to actually go take a small break because i know a lot of aggressive work is coming up in the near future i'm taking a small break to go see my friends i mean some of them were born early in the year so i didn't get to actually attend birthday parties and all that so we're combining a couple of other birthday parties together and so we can actually sit together and hang out i also am adjusting in the way that I am typically a person who sits in the crib and works, but I think I have to make adjustments and it's because I've been called out on my nonsense and and I'm grateful when I'm actually called out and it's put in actual context. It's not just being said to attack me. So I'm grateful to the few individuals who've taken the time to correct me in the things I've done wrong. I'm grateful for even those who in spite of how bad I am at trying to reconcile matters, they still take a chance in at least engaging me and trying to keep me in conversation or keep me in the loop. Because it's always been easy to just shut down and keep moving. And it's a very escapist way of living my life and it's a very escapist way of actually existing. In some cases, I, I prefer this over a back and forth. Because in many ways, sometimes the back and forth, things can be said that are hurtful. And if you've grown up knowing what hurtful can sound like, 
you, you don't really tend to welcome the next man who actually has an opinion. I maybe think back to some of the interesting stories I've come across in recent past. And one of them was a story of um, athletes and fighters who, in their field, many cases happened where they didn't know when exactly to stop and retire or stop and move away from that which they were known for. And I don't ever claim to have all the answers, but I am aware of that stigma that comes with wanting to be the best of the best, but suffering the consequences and repercussions of the fact that the best of the best sometimes may not want you around. Or people who claim to be the best of the best don't want you around. And when I think of these particular scenarios and this particular turn of events as far as victories and losses, I take losses very, very much to heart. And it's it's not easy for me to just flip that switch and turn it off and say that, Yo, you know what, it's fine. I'll get them next time. I dwell on the loss itself and try figure out how to not lose again. Because I've always it's been told to, told to me by my friends and even by some of my colleagues that I have a very dystopic view of the world in this sense. I think nightmare scenarios or, or worst case scenarios first before I think of the best case scenarios of everything that I do. I do it as a coping mechanism because I've always been shy when it comes to being told how terrible I am or how bad I could be at anything. And the moment it's said out loud and because the words of the tongue affirm things for me and when that affirmation shows up I kind of even speaking on it is kind of hard for me because I I don't know how to just brush it off and move on to the next step it's not as easy as it sounds it's not as well programmed in my head because when when you when you lost in any way it never really got put to the side after you accepted or made it clear to the person who's telling you that you've lost that you understand it, it they always bring it up i mean on very few occasions have i accepted when i've made a mistake and i'm told of the mistake i've made i recognize the mistake made but then I'm allowed to move past it because it always gets brought back up. And it sips even to my professional life. I mean, in the art world, and the different arts that I'm involved in, you're only as good as your last job. Outside of that, still in the art world, your definition or the way you are carried in esteem or otherwise is dictated upon your productivity. If you're not productive, you're not worth talking about. And if you're not worth talking about, you can't claim that you understand the plight of a person who knows if he doesn't move, you won't take him seriously. I've always put that out to most people because it's important for them to understand the context of why the dystopic thinking comes to mind. And one of those sad scenarios that I think about is take for example a superstar athlete who probably was an Olympian then turned into a professional in whichever sport they're in and then their light goes off because people are standing in their way for the purpose of their agendas the highlights of the periods they're supposed to be successful all get lost 
because they were denied the chance to participate, the chance to lay their foundation and make their mark. And when they are finally given the chance to come back, they're too old to do anything about it. But they need to earn a living. Because if they don't earn a living, all is for naught. What I'm vaguely describing is the situation that happened to a figure like Muhammad Ali. And when I think about that last fight that then people realize that yo, he, he shouldn't fight anymore. I think about that particular scenario and I think about that vi- vision and that view and it's been really playing in the forefront of my mind because lately because of the excessive hours I've been working, not only for the stuff I do in the office but also sometimes it's hard to turn off that switch when you're working remotely even if it's office work or it's work on the side it's really hard to turn off that switch where you're trying to make this illustration happen within the confines and the constraints of nine to five but your imagination doesn't have a pause button to nine to five the zone is the zone and when you go into that zone it's a completely different ball game and you keep on going and next thing you know hours are flown by i remember occasions where i'd sit on my computer and i'm trying to put some work together and i tell myself i just do two hours and then eight fly by like you saw it it was just a few minutes past 8 a.m next thing you know it's not it's eight hours have passed by and add that to how you're supposed to be more involved in the existence that you're supposed to have as far as being a member of society, be a member of family, be a member of, a member of friendship. I cannot stress this enough. I'm not trying to romanticize that which is the idea of the artist or the creator. I'm hoping to bring you in to how some of us end up with the minds that we have. I've heard so many people keep on telling me about how you should find balance in your life and how you should find structures to make sure that you don't miss out on the best days of your life and the worst days of your life should always be put in the on the back end and the back burner you should constantly just keep striving and moving forward and i love that they still mention these things for me and the unlearning i'm trying to do to actually engage in the best way possible i sometimes find it hard to describe it without adding a hint if not just a drop of information from past experiences because 16 years I've been this and in those 16 years wins, losses uh, greatness, failures and epic failures I do know that some occasions I feel I have to give a degree of pushback and I mean no offense when I say this. However you take it is on you. But this has to be put out there for the sole purpose of just at least you knowing what kind of world it is to be, what talent comes with as far as that territory or that terrain. It's easy to say I will work these hours and then go home and not work anymore. It's easy to tabulate that, especially if you are more in the bureaucratic type system. If you work in an office space that, let's say, your job is to run through data and take that data and put it in 
context of what maybe economic could work for the company that you work for and all that. Now again, the company you work for. It's very important to put that in there. And within that structure, you are guaranteed certain uh, work privileges, such as your weekends are untouched in many cases. You have health care, you have a pension plan, you have uh, insurance to make sure your family is good and all these said and done. Now, as we take that into consideration, I'm grateful for these particular individuals because some of them play the most important role in making sure that guys like myself are able to constantly make that which is creative work come to life. We feed off each other's energies in regards to by watching you do what you do, I get informed and in many ways I'm able to tell a narrative or even sometimes imagine what could possibly be happening behind your closed doors as opposed to my closed doors. So let me open my closed door and put you in a position where you've been given a certain set of skills <laughs> and no one's taking your kid, don't worry about it. It's not one of those type situations. And based upon those skills, there isn't a job that exists or the place you're born in, they don't even know if this thing is an actual job. They look at it as a fad or a hobby. Now, in that same situation, imagine having all your beloved people, your family, your parents and everybody be proactive in trying as much as possible to make sure you could potentially become something. So they fear that maybe they should push you to find a, a skill that can easily earn you a living because they know nothing, nothing is guaranteed when you're talented in regards to, say, the arts, right? Now, by being proactive yourself, you may find ways to actually earn a living from time to time. So you're freelancing, but at least you're making something of yourself. It's at least you have an opportunity to make freelance money. Problem is, there are no guarantees of this freelance money. For most people who work in the creative world, I think our peak seasons are after the month of June. Between January and June, we hope that the money we made in the past June to December will be able to fund the six months that are coming up. And imagine there's office spaces that want to take a chance on you and give you a job but they too don't understand what that field comes with but they want to give you a job they want to take a chance with you and some of them from a genuine place are willing to fund the endeavor that you come up with together and not interfere in any endeavor you have that's your own endeavor I'm lucky enough to have that kind of a scenario still it doesn't negate from the story I'm trying to tell so being that individual you then have somebody who tells you that you're too expensive and I can't afford to use you. You may be better skilled, but I can't afford to use you in the work that is needed. So the industry's quality suffers. And some of you care so much about the industry's standards that you choose to take a lower check, but do upbeat and even greater work so that the quality of work improves. So that the next person who comes and approaches you for work, they get to pay top dollar so that the field could improve in one wave, right? But because you're taking in more work, but for less money, you hope for quantities to be more so that you could at least make a lump sum. 
Everyone around you sees you as a, a true success because the perception of you grants them the idea of you being one of the greats. However, you still know there's no pension plan, there's no insurance, there's no guarantees whatsoever. Your hand to mouth 90% of the time. You're really just trying to make it, right? And then you try to tell this person that they should find a way to stop, pause, free themselves and distance themselves. Some of us work in a wave where in these small bursts of aggressive days of work, we will push as much as possible and we'll get as much done as possible. And after that's done, those few moments we have that are actually free, that's when we'll kick it. That's when we'll hang out. That's when we'll be accessible. That's how I used to function forever. I'm literally trying to change that having already made the mechanism of the previous state of mind become almost like a law. Not a good place to be at, to be honest. And my endeavor is to attempt at slowly but surely switching that up. How I can possibly do that is maybe not taking in more work in order to be able to be more free. To be able to do that, I need to get into a position where I can turn down work. At the current level, I can't do that. I've wanted to, and I've said it on this podcast countless times, I've wanted to build my own house for the last two years. And 2020 was what what it was, was, and 2019 also was what it was, and just means that the circumstances and the current scenario of things and my hopes and dreams are not there yet. And I also choose to believe that God knows I'm not prepared. I'm not probably mentally prepared to do that. Because maybe once I have that structure, I will even more disappear. Like I'll be more distant, I'll be more reclusive. As opposed to how reclusive I am already. I've not reached a position where the different avenues of success I'm on currently can give me enough peace of mind to not try make an extra buck whenever I can. At all costs, I make sure that the 9 to 5 is taken care of because that's what pays the bills. If I don't do the 9 to 5, I don't have a place to live. I even got a 9 to 5 because I wanted a place to live. I was in my late 20s and I was living at home and I didn't want that. I couldn't stand the idea of being, and yes, this is very patriarchal when I say this, I couldn't stand the idea of being in my mother's house past 25 and being beholden or dependent on if they give me fare out of the house or not. I couldn't live with that. Couldn't live with that. So I was given an opportunity to work somewhere and I left. We're going on 10 years of working in this place, but at least we got a pilot of something done. No one picked it up, so we decided to make a film of that thing. And we're getting closer and closer to finishing that film. To want to be more accessible is our greatest dream for all persons who create. To want to be understood is our greatest wish. But no one is patient enough to understand. So some of us decide to digress, compromise, and lose certain parts of what they are. 
and as a result our field suffers because it then takes a little longer for the next man to come do what he needs to be done I for one have had to be honest a very privileged existence in my field because right when I was beginning my career the internet was there and I was able to access information and learning tools in the same period the learning tools kept on improving and even currently I'm way better than I even thought I would be if I went to a campus to study I'm grateful for the fact that I've been able to keep my mind focused and have tunnel vision for what I truly truly want Sometimes I think that if my mom's wish for me to become a, a, a pastor was true I'd be a Jesuit priest because I have tunnel vision about a lot of things that I truly love and the dedication that I give the work that I create I can't compromise that honestly because I I I feel guilty when I don't do a perfect drawing I feel guilty when I don't do a perfect attempt at even just being around someone so sometimes I'll even turn down uh a date because I know I'm thinking about work too much and I wouldn't be present with the person I'm having the date with. Scotland mean very very many bad situations as far as trouble goes. It's why I'm saddened by the fact that I still haven't found that solution quickly enough and I haven't found that balance quickly enough. But also I accept that I failed. And even in my failure as I learn how to fix it I'm grateful for the people who I failed telling me how I could better myself. I do however will give pushback when it comes to this one thing I've dedicated most of my life to. It wouldn't be for me comfortable to sit down and say, well I just had to stop doing that because I felt like I wanted to be somewhere else. None of that person who I wanted to be with to be happy. I'd resent that person after some time. And I don't want to resent anybody. I'm blessed that my family gives me a degree of understanding and I know I I fail them a lot, but I'm glad they give me a degree of understanding to find my own path. When you see your loved ones understanding the fact that every wave you take of the work you do is because you chose that wave they encourage you so i'm going to continue making the best of my life and i hope you guys will do the same my name is point blank ivumbi i am eternally grateful that you guys keep on supporting this podcast i'm going to try as much as possible to come back and bring it to the smooth wave of how quickly and how many episodes i used to put out initially i want to come back in properly and thank god for spotify actually adding the extra elements to make this be even more successful as we go by all means every last one of you be caesar or be nothing at all take your l's rise with those l's for every lesson you learn you become better in the day to come peace out till next time who knows